1: About. Hey guys, so for today's video, I wanted to talk to you about how I found out I had two vaginas, and it all started with a duck.
2: If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
3: One, two, three.
0: I'll tell you, it's really going to be fun. Looks nice. Oh, it's 5.30. Chip, get the China out of the garage. I'm going to rinse my feet.
4: Hope you are on the best in the year. Hope you are on my site. Hope you are on Radio 106.7 K-pop. Hope you are on the radio all the time K-pop.
2: And now... This is the big one, boys. This is the one that brings us back. Soon, AM radio will reign king once more. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new
5: Kevin and Bean show. It is uh, Monday, November 12th.
2: Who, who that was that... Correct,
5: sing- who was that singing uh, the Kevin and Bean song? I forget his name. That's our late friend, Wesley Willis. Wesley Willis. Mm. Love that dude. Remember him? Oh, sure. Allie, do
6: you remember Wesley Willis? I'm not sure. He was uh, a... a, a he was m- m- often homeless. Mm-hmm. He had some sort of mental disorder, but he also was incredibly um, gifted in other areas, which I guess is sometimes sometimes the case. And he was a uh, he was an indie singer who almost all of his songs sounded like that with different lyrics. Okay, and um, he became very popular for a while. They made a movie about him. And one of the crazy things I remember about him is he could look at a cityscape like in Chicago where he lived and then he could draw it with great precision from memory. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've seen people that can do that. It's phenomenal. Yes.
6: Is that he's on the autism scale, I guess, I right? I think so. Yeah. I believe, is what yeah. it was, yeah. Um and he was a very very sweet, very very nice man, but he did ha- he did scare people sometimes because he was a huge huge dude. He was a giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had a, a a big knot in the middle of his forehead where he used to bang his head on things. Aww. Which was uh, troubling for a lot of people. Who was but here, Bean? Natalie <laughs> Merchant. <laughs> Natalie Merchant. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Merchant was on our show in the ten thousand <laughs> maniacs days, or maybe just after she might have been doing solo. And she and then Wesley Willis was scheduled to come on after her, and she was so terrified just seeing him outside the the studio through the glass that she didn't want to leave the studio. <sighs> So it was uh, like you don't know
5: how sweet he's the sweetest person in the world. <laughs> I know he looks like a giant, but he's well, so he was sweet. Yelling. He was out in the hall yelling. I mean, a, he was about doing Kevin that.
6: Yeah, so I think they just terrified her. Who's this crazy huge guy uh, out there yelling? He was a really, really interesting guy, and he put out a bunch of records. And like I said, they all sounded like that. And he just you know played everything with a little little Casio keyboard. I think he was like a one-man band, too. I think he also oh, had a little right. drum set with his with his foot and stuff. I think he did it all. But uh, Wesley Willis, if you're in the mood mm. for something weird, it might be worth... Uh, yeah, yeah, God bless him. He's passed away now. But it might be worth you checking out if you ever want to go down a, a bizarre rabbit hole. <laughs> he sang that song about us. Yep. He would sing a song about anybody, though. By the oh, sure. way, we were nothing special. Oh. <laughs> but uh, it was very nice of him. And he, he always would end with uh, you know, Rock Over London, Rock Over Chicago... McDonald's, the most delicious burger in the world. <laughs> you know, I don't remember like, that. That's how his songs in. You don't remember anything. Well, Wesley made an impact on wow. you, man.
1: Wow, that's impressive. All right?
6: Yeah. So, anyway, does that answer everybody's questions about yes. Wesley? I think we're good.
1: Yeah, I think okay. we're
5: good. We can move on.
6: Um, I didn't think we'd have time to get to this later, so I wanted to play a little bit of audio of a moment a lot of people were talking about over the weekend that happened on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Allie, you said you might tune in to see a little Lev Schreiber. Did you? I did not. He was not not good. Oh no! That's what we were afraid of. He did admit in the in the monologue that he is not a funny person. He does not really do comedy, wow. and then he proceeded. That's what to you prove want, <laughs> Yeah. right? <laughs> Which is an interesting choice. Yeah. Um. So, the moment that people were talking about that I'm sure you saw online. If you didn't watch it, you'll find this tape interesting. Is Pete Davidson on SNL had made a joke the week before about some of the people who were running for office. And he made fun of um, Lieutenant Commander um, Dan Crenshaw, mm-hmm. who is a congressman-elect now out of Texas, Republican from Texas. And he had made some joke. I don't even remember what it was. It was something about he how he looked like he was a like a pirate director in a porn movie or something like that because he has the eye patch. Sure. Now, the dude is a war hero. The dude lost his eye in his third Um, mission in Afghanistan, his third tour of duty in Afghanistan, and got blown up by an IED. That's why he has an eyepatch. So a lot of people, us included on this show, said "Uh, super uncool Pete. So Pete came out and made an apology. But there was a surprise.
7: I mean this uh, from the bottom of my heart. It was a poor choice of words. Uh, The man is a war hero, and he deserves all the respect in the world. And if any good came of this, Maybe it was that for one day, the left and the right finally came together to agree on something. That I'm a dick. (laughs) (laughs) And then...
6: You think? So that's when Dan Crenshaw himself slides into the frame at the Weekend Update. This guy he was making fun of? Yes, he's awesome. now on on SNL. So Pete uh, made his apology, and then they came up with this.
7: Last week, uh, I made a joke about a picture of you, and I feel like uh, it would only be fair if you got me back and made fun of a picture of me. Does that sound okay? I, I don't really need to do that. No, come on. I, I deserve
0: it. All right, I'll do it. Please? One. All right. This is Pete Davidson. He looks like if the meth from Breaking Bad was a person. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. So there, we're even. All right. Hold on. one more. This is... All <laughs> right. All he right. looks like a troll doll with a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, that's good. We should wrap this up. Oh, no. Hold on, no, this, this is fun, this is fun. Cool. He looks like Martin Short in the Santa Claus 3. <laughs> By the way, one of these people was actually good on SNL. <laughs>
6: and then because it was and this is the real reason I wanted to play it I thought that was a funny appearance by the congressman but then because it was a veterans day weekend uh, Lieutenant Dan uh, and I can't believe no one calls him Lieutenant Dan by the way (laughs) but uh, Lieutenant Commander Dan Crenshaw went on to add this about veterans day which I thought was really so well said
0: okay but seriously there's a lot of lessons to learn here not just that the left and right can still agree on some things but also this Americans can forgive one another. We can remember what brings us together as a country and still see the good in each other. This is Veterans Day weekend, which means that it's a good time for every American to connect with a veteran. Maybe say thanks for your service, but I would actually encourage you to say something else. Tell a veteran, never forget. When you say never forget to a veteran, you are implying that as an American, you are in it with them not separated by some imaginary barrier between civilians and veterans, but connected together as grateful fellow Americans who will never forget the sacrifices made by veterans past and present and never forget those we lost on 9-11, heroes like Pete's father. So I'll just say, Pete, never forget. Never forget.
1: And that is for both of us.
0: Well, that was a really
6: good appearance.
1: Yeah, that was and, really well done. Yeah, that was well said. I don't I-
6: know... I'm sorry, Ellie, go ahead.
1: I was going to say um, the part that also cracked me up was his phone started ringing at one point, and <laughs> it was an Ariana Grande ringtone. That, <laughs> that was, very That's funny. Funny. It was
6: very funny. That was very funny. Now, I'm afraid to—he uh, seems like a very nice man, and it was a great appearance. I'm afraid to dig too deep into him because I'm, I'm worried that he's an awful person. But my impression so far of uh, Lieutenant Commander Dan is that he's a great
1: guy. My favorite part of the whole thing um, was when he said, um, I'm really sorry about this. Um, Sorry for making you look bad. And he said, hey, I'm sorry for you making Republicans look great. I was like, oh, damn.
7: It's on.
6: It was pretty fun. So
1: see, Kevin, every once in a great while, there's a moment that's worth seeing on
5: Saturday Night
6: Live.
1: Right.
5: And I got that without even watching a second. Well, that's a good point.
1: Can I ask you a question, Bean? Yes, sir. When he yes, s- ma'am. Okay, yes, sure. <laughs> when he slid in on his chair, did you, for <laughs> a split second, think, "Oh God, it's Liev Schreiber"? Don't do this, guys. Don't do this. <laughs> I know
5: it was I a skit. I <laughs>
1: totally did. I was like, "What are you doing?" I yes. watched the clip and I was like, "Oh, thank God, it is him." Yeah, <laughs>
5: that w- that would have been another that
1: would have been <laughs> oh, a mistake on top
5: worst. of a mistake, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's strong. All right. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Kevin. Obsessed. Look, I love that. Uh huh. But Bean takes it to a cartoonish level level. about you don't love it enough, then. All right. You got to love it more. Um, we have the best of Nextdoor. Ellie, what is Nextdoor?
1: Nextdoor is basically a community platform. It's like social media for neighbors. So it links you up with all your neighbors on the site. And you could say, you know, things that you might be concerned about. You're seeing a prowler. Or in many cases, things that you learn about your neighbors that can be way too much. <laughs> oh. It's insane what people post on Nextdoor. I love it's it. It's a gift. I love it so very much.
5: <laughs> Cannot wait for that. We have uh, Mr. Bad Example today. No. Well, Mr. Bad uh, Example. Oh,
1: now, man.
4: Uh,
5: come on now. <laughs> uh, come on now to you. <laughs> Sir? I didn't do it. It's a pretty good batch. is it? Yeah, it's a pretty good batch. Excellent. Uh, it's Monday, so we do Great News. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to Eddie Ift, our friend and comedian, who is, I uh, guess... How close was his house to the fires? Well, if he was in Malibu, the entire city
6: was evacuated and many, many people lost their homes. So I just hope mm. that's not what we find out from any. These uh, fires, by the way.
1: Yeah. It's, it's the worst
6: thing I've ever seen.
1: I've never seen In Southern California. Like it's it. the
6: worst, the worst fires I've ever seen in Southern California. It is heartbreaking. It's hard to believe it's real yeah. when you see the video and how fast it's spreading and how many people have lost homes. And once you, once you lose Miley Cyrus' home, man, I mean... That's it? That was the one for you? That was the one for me. That was the, that was the dagger to the heart for me. We had two I families got... staying with us just because
5: they had to evacuate. Same
6: with me. <laughs> Miley, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's insane.
5: Uh, also, we're going to uh, get a recap on the Mitzvah Brothers. Oh, God. Or Boys to Menorah, as they're called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did it over the weekend, and I actually saw some video of it. Yeah. Really? It looks like it may have gone relatively well.
1: Yeah. Some mugs out there on the dance floor sure. leading some little tricks. Sure.
5: <laughs> were the Mons tricks? The, I the, don't know. The hype man. He was the hype, Huh? Amazing. Can't wait. Uh, NFL Week Ten. We will talk about with Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network, and we're going to start giving away tickets today to the K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. A little bit later on this morning. Why are, are you Kevin.
6: bearing the lead? Why are you not even mentioning the thing that we're most excited about on today's show? Why are you just passing on over all we care about? What is all we care about? Kevin in the booth at the LA Kings oh, game Saturday oh, yeah.
1: night. That was awesome. What a letdown, man. What? Yeah. We'll get to it. That but was Wow. Awesome. What a letdown you were being all good and crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, Kevin.
5: <laughs> a little behind the scenes, I guess we'll talk about it. Okay. Come Can't out this wait. Morning as well. We'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
2: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
5: I always look forward to the first What's Happening of a new week,
6: Allie, because you're going to tell us stuff we missed over the weekend.
1: Maybe. What if I don't? (laughs) What if it's just all stuff you're like, knew it, knew it, it, move on. What about some uh, box office, you guys? Did Mm -hmm. you see a new movie this weekend, Kevin, or you were pretty busy? Oh, you did? Overlord. You did. So good. Okay.
5: Zombies killing Nazis. What's not to like?
1: I agree. I, I am down for That's that. That's really good. Well, the Grinch apparently struck a real chord with family audiences, earning a strong 66 million bucks in its oh. opening weekend. That's insane, that you is guys. Insane. Universal reports that it's the largest opening weekend for a Christmas themed film in box office history. What? All right. What? 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 Wow. That's crazy, right? And
6: think about what the next couple of weeks are going to be. Right. For the Grinch. When you know, people are off. Of Thanksgiving and yeah. whatnot. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody um, dropped from their big pull last weekend, obviously. Like movies are want to do. Why did I just say that? Not uh, sure. Yeah. Had a 30 million total for second place. Again, not bad at all. Overlord, the movie that Kevin saw, Zombies Fighting Some Nazis, came in third with $10 million. The Nutcracker and the Four Realms landed at number four with 9.6 million. And The Girl in the Spider's Web, a new dragon tattoo story, finished the weekend at number five with $8 million. Ooh. That's not not a lot.
5: What's the word on
6: that one? B. She's the best thing in it.
5: Okay. Is okay. it not good and she is good?
6: Claire Foy is good because okay. she's a really good actress, right. but there's not a lot a lot to recommend in terms of the the Got movie it. itself, and the story you.
1: and whatnot. Yeah. Got it. Hey guys, you know my love for Bruno Mars? Sure. Well, he just finished a bunch of hometown shows on the island of, well, where's Honolulu? I just said, wait, on the island of Honolulu? No, that's a city. Yeah, he just finished up his big 24 Magic World Tour, and he decided that he was going to uh, make Retire? No. Make a donation through the Salvation Army's Hawaiian and Pacific Islands Division's 48th Annual Thanksgiving Dinner Meal Program. Oh, he's just feeding 24,000 Hawaiians a Thanksgiving meal because he is love personified and he wants people to be happy and eat turkey and have stuffing. And that's what he does because he's a hometown boy that does good.
5: How can you make that bad B? Right?
1: Well...
6: I'm i I'm happy with him feeding people who need it as long as he also retires. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: Oh I don't.
6: And I've decided at this time to step away from my farce of a music career.
1: <laughs> How dare you? Uh, he is so good live being. I really I wish I could kidnap you and tie you to a seat and just make you enjoy a concert. I know well, none of that that's seems like the best like way to it enjoy,
5: it enjoy would, a
6: concert. It would lead to <laughs>
1: enjoyment, but
5: if
6: you do that, if you do kidnap me and take me to a Bruno mm-hmm. Mars concert, I hope I die on the way.
5: Wow, a guy so who says I... he wants to live to a hundred. Wow. Well, I, I'm
6: not going to live through that. I'll tell you that.
1: Whew. I, I wow. All right, that's just insanity. That is, yeah. You guys hear about the uh, Morrissey show on Saturday night? Uh, I did. So he's just kind of finishing up on stage, singing. Every day is like Sunday. Here are the headlines: Morrissey attacked on stage. Morrissey jostles with fan on stage. Or what happens at a lot of Morrissey shows, people get up, try and hug him. Because for some reason, people feel Morrissey is a hugger (laughs) and that's something that he wants. But footage of the incident shows that one man appeared to strike Morrissey before the singer exited the stage. And then he was dragged away by security. Morrissey's manager released a statement saying that the incident had nobody was trying to punch the singer. Here's his quote. (laughs) The fan in question is quote certainly more aggressive in reaching out for him than most, so security had to do their job and subdue the fan. It it looked like people were just going on stage to be on stage at a Morrissey show, and if if they could high five him, cool. They could hug him even better. But
6: this doesn't happen. That happens at every single Morrissey show, right?
1: I think so. At the end, people try to try to get near him. But I loved it. Attacked on stage. Jostles <laughs> with fan on stage. Or you could just look at any Morrissey show and see that this happens all the those time.
5: Those people that write those headlines don't know Morrissey. That's all. Yeah.
1: Or so, they just want you to click. I believe they call that clickbait. That's what the kids are calling it. <laughs> 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 just started, just new. This whole clickbait I don't thing. Think it's I'm new. at the forefront of no, telling you what's new. I'm sure you are. Alright. Okay. Hey, some birthdays for you. Ryan Gosling. Right? Right. Who's with me? Okay. He walked on the moon. He well, no, that was just a movie. Wait, it, yeah, really. I did. saw the yeah, documentary he, he was, about him
6: in the space program. No,
1: that was a movie called First Man. Uh, Megan Mullally, she's a bitch. How? dare you? That's I saw we're you saying? doing something over there, and I was like, this better not be for my Megan. <laughs> Megan Mullally is a gift from she's God. Bitch. How dare you, old lady? <laughs> you talk
5: about somebody that's a loser. She oh. doesn't know what the hell she's doing.
1: All right. You're all going to hell. You're all going to hell. And happy birthday to Anne Hathaway. Oh, nothing for Anne?
2: No. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
6: Not a lot to uh, celebrate as a Los Angeles Kings fan so far this year. But as you're (laughs) fond of pointing out, Kevin, when your team gets off to a slow start, you don't really have to worry about it until you get to be, you know, around December. I mean, it's early. That's when you need to kind of be
5: in the playoff hunt, right? Ish. I mean, it's early-ish. So, ish. Right, exactly. You don't want to be so far out that you can't, even if you get on right. a good run, you can't make the playoffs. Unattainable. That's right. not what you want. No, right. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of season left to sure. go, and then fortunes could improve.
6: But they did have a bright spot at Saturday night's game when they welcomed a Hall of Fame radio celebrity into the broadcast booth. <laughs> <move.
5: laughs> People saw stars at that show. Tell us about it, Kevin. That's true. So I did the pregame with uh, Patrick O'Neill and Jarrett Stoll, who Mm -hmm. I love. And uh, it's just a weird, weird thing because TV's so different. You sit down and you put a thing in your ear and they can talk to you the whole time. Oh, yeah. And I am not good necessarily at even speaking the English language, let alone having somebody talk to me at the can same time. Can you
6: imagine if during this show, Kevin had right? somebody else,
5: alley talking into his ear at the time he was trying to be on the radio? No. It happens Occasionally. <laughs> But then I go in there, and I go, hey, you guys got to keep it short because I can't concentrate.
4: <laughs> but this was like
5: the executive producer of the show. Right. And he was giving me time and maybe some angles. And mm-hmm. they put up some video, and I was, was sort of just winging it. I didn't, yeah. they didn't give me any instruction. They just said, all right, put on the now headphones, were- welcome. You were there that night because
6: you, the Kings, partner with friends and helpers to uh, raise, get food together, right? For people for the holidays, right? Yeah,
5: that was the third night and the next one is the next and last one at the Kings game is the 21st. So that was cool. We, uh, you know, we put up our booths outside of all the doors, and mm-hmm. people came and they dropped off food, and that was really uh, that was awesome.
1: You did a really good job, though, sitting there with those guys. And really? You were, yeah, you were doing great to the point that um, Patrick O'Neill at one point said to you and Jared, "Do I even need to be here? You guys <laughs> just want to keep chatting." It was really good. Kevin. I was a
5: little bit nervous in that I kept talking and kept talking. Maybe that's why he thought that. I no. was trying to hide that I was nervous, but no, you did a great job. Nervous, thank you.
1: Like to the point where a lot of us were bummed. It's
5: <laughs> it's really weird. It, Kevin. It's really weird knowing that um, I felt like it was going well, mm-hmm. but I have no idea. Like, right. Am I doing something that everybody's going to make fun of? And I didn't even check social media because I was so happy. Yeah, I had such a good time. I yeah. don't want to read anything negative, so I was like, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to enjoy this time. So we were talking, and they started showing a video. We were playing the Cal- Calgary Flames, and they showed a video of a big fight that Jonathan Quick was involved in. So Jonathan Quick is out as our goalie. So Mm -hmm. now we have Jack Campbell in. But Mm -hmm. I forgot Jack Campbell's name. And I said Ben Bishop, who was our goalie like a year and a half ago. It's all right. It wasn't
1: Big guy. It
5: wasn't great. So here's here's a little (laughs) bit of that. And I got to tell you, it's really um, difficult to look at two different people, both of whom are looking at you like... Huh? We have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's live. So this is what it sounds
0: like. You know, if you, if you wake them up and you and you get in their face early,
5: it's just it could be a long night. But How's Bishop at fighting? Quick will jump right in there. Bishop? How's Bishop at, at fighting? We just saw Jonathan Quick jump right into the middle of the fight. I don't know. Oh, what, you uh, saw Jack, Campbell. Jack, Jack Campbell. Campbell. I'm yeah. sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. I said the wrong name. Jack yeah. Campbell. Uh,
7: I don't know. He's not. Uh, he's, he's too nice of a guy, but I yeah, bet he has got know. an edge to
5: him. So that wasn't ideal. What's uh What's with the music? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's just on a pregame show. <laughs> I think they're showing highlights. They're showing highlights, and, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Are we um, going to hear the tape of you saying hi to Ali, by the way? Oh, no, I don't have that, but I can pull it. Oh,
6: we have to have yeah. that. We have to play that later because you <laughs> looked like you had a gun to your head how I little did. you wanted to say hi to Allie.
8: No,
5: it's not that I didn't want to say hi to her. It's that I don't like to be That's forced not. to do anything.
1: Listen, my friend Carlin... Hey, she's so sweet. ...is wonderful. She does all the in-arena um, interviews, basically, yeah. during the game. I-, I don't know where that came from, I was not watching at that point, but she, she sent me the video. She's like, I made him say hi to you. I'm like, all she right, did. Carlin, calm down. She,
5: she, she he held like, his head down against the concrete floor. Really she did. told me like four times we need to say hi to Allie. I'm like, okay, take it easy. I love How her. important is this? I mean, look, I see Allie five days, and we gotta right. really need to say hi to her. It's not that I didn't want to. It's like she's pressuring me, and I don't like it. Oh, I get it. So then I went up in the booth, and I started talking about the, um, the 1993 uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Bean and I both mm-hmm. went, and we were in Montreal. Mm-hmm. We were wearing Kings jerseys, mm-hmm. and uh, here's the story. Now,
8: in 1993, Game Five, you went to Montreal yeah, to we... see if the Kings can keep that, extend that series in a
5: Kings jersey oh. in
8: Montreal. And Game
5: Five is when they won the Cup, right? And there were riots. At, well, at the beginning, it was all great. I was walking through town; everybody was mouthing off. It was fun. We got to the arena; people started drinking. I forgot to tell them about Bean. Mm -hmm. Because I was wearing a Kings jersey, Bean was not. Yeah. So inside the arena, all the way around, Bean would go, Kings fan! And point at me, Kings fan right (laughs) here, everybody, Kings fan! (laughs) And and Kevin may have been
6: one of only about three Kings fans in that arena for Montreal.
5: And then they show the cup, you know the shot where they go, the cup is in the building. Right. And the guy with the yeah. white gloves is pulling. It it. Off, and yeah. they all drank harder and now like they're getting in oh, my God. face. Look at this. So now they start showing the riot. Mm-hmm. The cars being turned over, oh, yeah. things thrown through. I mean it was it was insane. It was it was Boston like. You would have been proud, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. When we walked outside, this was happening. It was a full-on riot. That's insane. And I have to tell you, I took off my jersey. I'm embarrassed to say this as a Kings fan, but, and I bought a shirt that said, you know, the finals, and I was high-fiving people, and yeah, we won, we won. <laughs> I don't blame you, bud. I don't blame the you. The first thing that I saw when I came out was a police car turned over on is. fire. <laughs> <was> so, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm a terrible fan, but I need to put on a shirt that won't get me killed. And B and I had to walk through that riot probably a half a mile to our hotel. Oh, At God. least, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking about how long that walk felt like, because especially before you
6: took that Kings jersey off, it was like you had a Target on your yeah, back because these fans because were
5: so hyped somebody else in the building was going hey put a target on this guy's back <laughs> well i think once Stood we got outside bean. the arena though the kings jersey was all they needed to see and they were ready yeah. to rip you apart yeah it was rough but that was uh, yeah that was a crazy night so it was a fun experience and you did well i loved it yeah and it's hard for I, me to tell i didn't screw up in a in a big way
1: you didn't mm-hmm. screw up at all you Ben Bishop's name whatever he was a goalie for the kings <laughs> at one point all right that's all right You did really good. You seemed super comfortable and super into it. Here's the
5: thing. I was having a ball. Yeah. I really was enjoying it. And so it's like, people asked me later, how did it go? And I was like, honestly, I don't know how it was received, but Mm -hmm. I had a great time. That's all that matters. (laughs) You
6: you need to quit this job and go do (laughs)
5: full-time
6: play-by-play with the Los Angeles Kings. I mean, I feel
5: like they have that covered. Did
1: the Kings win? Well, I mean... Define win, Right. (laughs)
5: Okay. Did they have a good time? (laughs) That's that's what matters. That didn't even matter. (laughs) I don't think they even had a good time.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
5: K-R-O-Q. K-Rock. All right, what are we doing here? Are we talking about... uh...
1: Talking about Nextdoor. Nextdoor. I yeah. love
5: this and I think I need to be a part of
1: it. Yeah, we've been chatting about it um, off the air because I belong to my community's Nextdoor. Jensen is um, involved with his. If you don't know what it is, it's a social network lets neighbors connect with each other online. It's basically a lot of people have said it's like Twitter for old people (laughs) in your neighborhood, but it's a way to let people know things like, oh, my car got broken into. Anyone see anything? Oh, interesting. To Hey, uh, my babysitter is looking to pick up more nights. If anybody needs a great babysitter, here's their information. So like a big community message board. Okay. But sometimes things creep in there that are absolutely ridiculous and that is why best of next door is a twitter account that everybody should be following because <laughs> first of all you have to you have to submit your address your phone number they check to make sure you live in that neighborhood so you can't just be posting all willy-nilly right so these are actual posts from people let's just start off with um this one just a bit weird okay somebody posted sunday night my daughter had a guy over that she met on a dating app when he left he took our cat What can I do? (laughs) The only thing we have is this number. He said if we send him cash, he'll return the cat, which we're not that stupid. What? I just want my cat back. Okay?
3: Wow. Who comes
1: over and steals steals someone's cat? cat? I don't know. It's insane. And then it can get kind of personal between neighbors. Uh Uh-oh. Like this one. Dear Melissa, hope you had fun texting my boyfriend. If I see you in the neighborhood, you better run the other way. (laughs) Sincerely, Sean's girlfriend, Brittany. (laughs) Okay.
6: Don't cross Britney. No,
1: don't don't mess with Brittany. But the majority of them tend to be, do you guys hear this outside? What is it? That type of thing. Like this whole thread, what's up with this new screaming bird? And then people would say, oh, I heard it last night too. Where's it coming from? Blah, blah. Everybody's weighing in until this last person kind of nipped it in the bud with, turns out it's a goat, you guys. So, they got to the bottom of that. So it's it's a great way to really learn not only about your neighbors, but for things that you've been worried about or wondering about, sometimes someone can just slide right in with, "Guys, it's a go. It's calm down about the new bird."
5: I love it. You of need to course. Be a part of it.
1: Yeah, there's some very weird requests, like this one. Does anyone have a corgi we could borrow for an hour or two Saturday evening? <laughs> It would be from six to eight PM. Could be earlier, later, shorter, longer. It would be for a royal wedding viewing party. The corgi would receive much admiration and care. Thank you. Oh, God. Who would give
5: somebody their dog for yeah. a couple hours? Not real sure. Hmm.
1: But a lot of people looking for hey, do you have a plumber? Do you have um, Oh I can see that something That's like good. that. That's so good. lawn mm-hmm. service. Hey, I need a new good lawn service guy. My former guy smoked way too much weed and he couldn't mow in straight lines. Please respond with recommendations. Thanks. Or what about maybe you're looking for something, you can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Turn to your neighbors. I know this is a total long shot, but I'd love to surprise my friend by introducing him to a sloth. Some of the places are pretty, pretty pricey. Wasn't sure if maybe someone had a less expensive recommendation or even connection with an owner. So... I mean, you could find a sloth. It's oh, a weird item. It's a That's weird item. It's very
6: specific. Right. Very specific. What um, are the chances someone in your neighborhood is going to have a
5: sloth hookup?
1: I mean, you never, <laughs> you never really know. Yeah, I
5: got a guy. I got a sloth guy.
1: And then uh, people just complaining about other neighbors. This one... Took a lot of turns. So, we've lived in our house for almost three years now. Our neighbor has called the cops on us for numerous stupid things, like our 15 year old having a slumber party, screaming during a food fight, our computer radio being too loud in the center of our house. But last night, that was a new one. My husband and I were deep cleaning the tile and grout in our sunroom last night. Because we plan on setting up a nail salon in there. Complete with a pedicure chair. Anyways, (laughs) our neighbor just called us because they said we were cleaning up the homicide. We had three cops sneak up on us trying to (laughs) catch us in the act. What is going on at this point? You're accusing us of murder. What is happening in this neighborhood? What is happening in
6: that neighborhood? I think they protest too much. I I think they should look into those people.
1: I agree. But possibly my favorite segment is the lost and found section. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people aren't real bright. This is a picture of a coyote that says, just found this dog in the ravine. Oh. And they're, they've got the coyote in the tub and they're washing it. So they're getting this dog ready for one of his neighbors wow. to claim it. And then uh, another one, which is a, uh, well, let's say it's something that maybe you insert in your rear region. It's a picture of that, and it says, not sure what it is, but it sure looks valuable. (laughs) Let me know if it's yours. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going
5: to claim that? Unbelievable. Oh, you know I misplaced it. Sorry about that.
1: Unbelievable. (laughs) But everything, like I said, from, hey, there's a guy in a ski mask mask walking around the neighborhood. Things that can really alert you to things going bad. But um, quite possibly... The one that I just said, you know what? This is when you just you maybe shut down next door for the night because it's too much. This will be my last one. Because there's nowhere to really put this. Is it lost and found? I guess it would be free item.
5: Okay, free item.
1: New, unopened box of Kotex tampons. And then it says, let's just say the lady of the house no longer requires them. Hooray! <laughs> All right, next door. (laughs) Uh, All right, shut it down.
2: (laughs) Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock.
6: I don't know why we're just going about our business here. Like Weird Al isn't coming in on Friday, by the way. Right. I feel like that's all we should be talking about. And what would we say about that? Hey, Weird Al's coming in on Friday, you guys. And then.
5: That's going to be fun, right? (laughs) 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 We're all looking forward to that, aren't we? I mean, I'd rather talk about Mr. Bad Example. Oh, man. I don't know what that is. You don't. Hmm.
3: He's Mr. Bad Example. He really sucks. He's Mr. Bad Example. Such a schmuck.
2: He's Mr. Bad Example. You'll see what we mean. He's Mr. Bad Example. His name is Bean.
6: Are you suggesting that sometimes I try to uh, clarify a story by pulling out an example yes. that will uh, illustrate the point I'm trying to make right. it's
5: not it's not always useful? Sometimes it's horrible and funny as hell. Yes. The first one is Colin Kaepernick. He, we were talking about him kneeling mm-hmm. and Bean mm-hmm. was saying that, that a green beret or some green berets told him that that's how he should do it. And mm-hmm. Bean wanted to make sure that everybody understood. So he gave several different examples that I think were fantastic. That's what the recommendation from the green beret was to Colin
6: Kaepernick, which is why he decided to make that his thing rather than. Fart at the flag, or put up, you know, to flip off the flag, or drop it's his a pants. Great do... example. <laughs> or, farts
1: at the flag.
6: No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, there are a lot of ways that he could have openly been disrespectful. <laughs> Do I think he ever considered
5: farting. I don't, at the I don't. I don't. I don't
6: know where that <laughs> came from.
5: He's Mr. Bad Example. A I'm just no, trying, wait. I'm just trying to figure out how that would work. because <laughs> The flag's a long way away. I mean, it is. It's just
1: in its general direction. Are you carpet dusting
5: <laughs> the whole place hoping to get the flag? <laughs> now, I don't uh, have to take it back or anything, right? No, that's, no. That's yes. not what this <laughs> is. Okay, good. We're all laughing together. <laughs> I, I see. We're all right? having a good time. Okay. So Bean's been talking for a long time about uh, wanting to play the ukulele. Mm-hmm. He really mm-hmm. wants that. Well, I'm a euchre now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, define a euchre then a person who plays a ukulele I see okay mm-hmm. so this was his original thing where he was telling us how, how great it will be when he gets a ukulele
6: well, for instance, let's say I'm on a plane then, okay. and they, the pilot comes oh, on, and the God. pilot comes on and
5: goes, excuse me, Pastor, sorry to interrupt your movie, but uh, is there anyone on the plane who plays the ukulele? <laughs> Boom!
3: Right? I'm the, I'm
5: the guy! That's probably happened yeah. to me ten times. That's a great example. <laughs> He's Mr. Bad Example! <laughs> I'm not sure why I, I thought that would ever happen. It's like a pilot would say that. You're like, me! I'm your guy. Um, we were talking about Oprah possibly running for president Mm -hmm. and being suggested that she stay away from controversial issues. Oprah is setting the stage to run for president in 2020. She can't
6: appear to be out of touch by selling, you know, $3,000 toilet water in a bottle or something like that. She's, you know, she's, she's trying to reach the regular person. (laughs) It's a great example, though. A lot of people buying toilet
1: water Mm -hmm. in a bottle. Absolutely. He's Mr. Bad Example.
5: How does that come to your head? How how do you think about that?
1: Allie, you know
6: more about perfume than I do. You were thinking
1: of eau de toilette. Yes. Isn't that toilet water? No. Uh,
6: No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what is it? What's eau de toilette?
1: It's not toilet water.
5: (laughs) And it shouldn't cost $3,000 either. It shouldn't. (laughs) Uh, Next, we were talking about Jensen and Daniel's wedding. And um, Jensen is a friend of John Mayer. Mm -hmm. And I was just sort of telling you that he played at their wedding and then Bean had an interest, interesting response. That's
6: what the recommendation from the Green Beret was. Oh, I'm sorry, That's a, I played that again.
5: Hold one second, please. Okay. it's good radio. Before the first dance, John Mayer walked by,
1: mm-hmm.
5: grabbed his guitar. Sure. And started singing while they danced.
1: Their first dance. Song.
5: Yes. What
6: is Jensen like, the Sultan of Brunei? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes,
3: that's a great culture. <laughs> great example. He's <laughs> Mr. Bad Example.
6: Now, why is that a bad example? The Sultan of Brunei is historically the richest person in the world. That's the person who could afford to hire a megastar I mean, couldn't
5: you to you play d- a reception. Couldn't you do, go Bill Gates or something? He's wealthy. <laughs> it might have been a reference that would have connected with more people. Oh, sure. I'm saying my reference wasn't wrong. It mm-hmm. maybe just, just didn't Outdated? include... Outdated? Maybe a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, now we're talking about how long it takes to determine the cause of death in certain situations. And Bean has an example of that. Look, it has to do with <laughs> with how you go. I mean, if you fall into a volcano,
6: alley, we don't need a week to determine you're dead, okay? It all depends on the circumstances. Great example, though, because people good example. are very,
5: they're falling into, you know, volcanoes all the time.
6: He's Mr. Bad Example. How many of these
5: do we have? Would, just one more. <laughs> Why would you say, let's say you fell into a volcano. Like, that's your first and only example. Okay, here's the only thing I can guess. Okay.
6: Uh, with the timing of that one Mm -hmm. is um, we just had Phil Kogan on who was doing a show for National Geographic Mm -hmm. where he literally climbed down into a volcano.
1: This was weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This was long before that. (laughs) All right. All right. Here's the final one. Uh, We were talking about people using the wrong products on accident Mm -hmm. and being what this may be one of his best. I think it would be interesting to hear
6: from our listeners who have had similar experiences where they thought they were using one product and it turned out to be something else. And by the way, it doesn't necessarily have to be something like these two examples of the body. It could be you were, it could be like you were trying to pour some cement.
1: it! You're about to nail it. Keep going.
6: You think you're pouring cement
3: and it's actually flour.
1: Wait what? Uh, Hold on. No,
3: just accept I, I, the greatness. I need a diagram. This. My point is that some things look alike. Wait. <laughs> You're just, you know, using
0: a cement mixture. <laughs> An example, right? He's Mr. Bad Example. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Look. Come
5: on. Maybe <laughs> it it you get it mixed up. Oh, you know, man. cement looks like flour. It could happen. <laughs> it could. He's <laughs> Mr.
2: Bad Example. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock.
5: If you watch the news, uh, it's a bummer. Mm. It's a bummer. Yeah. Especially right now. Especially right now. The yeah. fire. It just seems like it's everything is so negative, and that's why on Mondays, we do great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So
3: bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great
5: News! My uh, story involves the Pittsburgh synagogue shooter. You guys remember that? It wasn't that long ago, but it seems like it was five tragedies, six tragedies ago. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just been crazy. He uh, went into a synagogue and uh, shot 12 different people. He got injured and got taken to the hospital. The trauma nurse in the emergency room that cared for the Pittsburgh synagogue shooter, Robert Bowers, was Jewish. And it was a very moving fo- uh, Facebook post when he explained why he did it. So this guy shot up 11 people of the jewish faith and the nurse that treated him when he came in was also jewish how do you he, he feel about the jews he said uh, i'm the jewish nurse that cared for robert bowers the trauma nurse in the er that cared for robert bowers who yelled death to all jews as he was being wheeled into the hospital oh god the jewish nurse who ran in the room to save his life i experienced anti-semitism a lot as a kid i found drawings on my desk of uh, my my family being marched into a gas chamber swastikas drawn on my locker notes shoved inside of it saying Die Jew, love hitler it was a different time back then when bullying was not monitored as it is now
4: Mm.
5: i didn't say a word to robert about my religion i chose not to say anything to him the entire time i wanted him to feel compassion I chose to show him empathy. Love, that's why I did it. Love as an action is more powerful than words and love in the face of evil gives others hope. It demonstrates humanity. It reaffirms while we're all here. The meaning of life is to give meaning to life and love is the ultimate force that connects all living beings. I could care less what Robert Bowers thinks, but you, the person reading this, love is the only message I wish to instill in you. If my actions mean anything, Love means everything. Respectfully, Ari e. Mahler, RN.
6: Wow. Um, he, he or she is a way better he person than I am. Agreed. He's a yeah. way better person than I am. Because I would have accidentally figured out a way to cut off that dude's breathing tube.
5: Yeah. It, it, there's you, a you know little, what I mean? I mean, yeah. like, how could you not want to? There's more detail on what he did to help save the guy, mm-hmm. but he couldn't give all of the details. But, man, I, I agree with Bean. Like, who? who's yeah. capable of that? That's yeah. super impressive. Yeah. And that's my... Great news. That is great news. This uh, story comes
6: out of Stockton, California. There is a principal there. Her name is Yulin Aisa. She has been undergoing a very tough time. She's principal at George W. Bush Elementary School in Stockton. She was first diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer back in November of 2016 at the age of just 37. Went on medical leave, was gone for a few months, came back, and is now fighting it again, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> She was surprised by a school assembly the other day. She said, it's one thing for parents and staff to have managed to keep it a secret, but it's nearly impossible, a monumental feat to keep close to 500 young kids from spilling the beans about what they had planned. (laughs) She walked into the assembly not knowing what it was about and that all the kids were there with pink ribbons that they had cut out of cardboard to hold up in support of their principal who has breast cancer. And then as she took the stage... They started to sing. So the kids call it Pink Day, and they wanted to do this to, you know, to make the principal feel better about what she was going through because she's been recently re-diagnosed. By the way, kids are terrible singers. Zero for effort. Zero for style. God. Zero
2: for star quality. And you know what? what I'm is, being generous.
5: I mean, I mean none you? of them are going through to the next round. I'll tell right. you that. No one's making it to Hollywood. Oh but you should
6: see the video of her just oh. crying her eyes out. She says, despite my illness coming back, I've been shown lots of blessings throughout this whole process. I've been humbled by the show of support and the love that I've gotten from teachers and parents and district personnel and the students of course. And it was just, it was so sweet to see the surprise from all these kids, you know, who who just love their principal and wish her the best. The whole campus was covered in pink for her. And I'm sure, you know, they always say that you have a better chance of fighting diseases like cancer if you have a positive attitude. Yeah, true. And I think that really that probably helps her a lot, knowing she's got that kind of support at her school. And that's my great news
1: love it uh we've talked about how much this this whole segment has kind of changed listeners and they'll now send in great news stories which i love and this one came from a listener named kelly flair for photo is her at name on twitter she sent this to me about a um, man who found out his son was being bullied his name is aubrey Fontenau. and like most parents he got really mad And it became this ongoing situation between his son, Jordan, and another boy at school. And he urged his son, you know, befriend the guy, talk to him, like, try and figure it out, don't come to blows with him, that type of thing. Because he had gotten into some hot water earlier in the year for defending himself. So, things came to a head when his son's phone went missing. So he had had it at that point. He went down to the school. He spoke to the principal and a cop. And they wouldn't come right out and say it, but they were alluding to, listen, there's a lot going on in this Mm -hmm. kid's life. And he finally figured out this kid was homeless. This kid had a lot of bad things happening. And he wound up talking to the mom who confirmed the situation. And he told the boy, listen, if you give Jordan's phone back, we'll pretend this didn't happen. You won't be suspended. But at that point... He had given the phone to someone else. No word on if he Mm. sold it, that type of thing. So he wound up being suspended. So this father of the kid that was being bullied asked the mom, hey, can I take your son out for the day on the day he's suspended? And he beat
6: the crap out of him. No.
1: Oh. Very different. He took him shopping again. Nope. (laughs) Nope. How How long?
0: It's a long fight. It's a
1: long fight? Mm-hmm. Okay, that didn't happen. Oh. Kids are stupid. He took him shopping, bought him some clothes. Um, he talked to him about morals and principles and having self-respect. He said he's not much of a talker, but he did get him to open up. He then, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> he then brought this young man to talk to his son and he said you guys are going to shake hands and from now on you guys are brothers you protect each other and he said every war isn't one with your hands it's easy to react first with emotions but sometimes you just have to outsmart the situation now they're friends, life is good and I hate you both and that's my great news
2: it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock.
6: We are, uh, like most people, filled with admiration for fire and rescue year round. But I just can't even imagine what they are going through 24 7 right now. I mean, these fires are relentless. Yeah. And I know they they do have support. They do have help coming in from other uh, other communities in California. Even other states now are starting to show up. But uh, I mean, uh, imagine how exhausting and how frustrating that work must be hour after
5: hour to try to beat back this fire that just will not give up. I saw, I don't know, maybe six, seven hours in, it said zero percent containment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Trying to get your head, head around that.
6: Yeah, you got thousands of guys just working their asses off and they're not making any progress in some cases. And uh, obviously there have been a lot of people, a lot of people who have lost their homes, including some high profile people like Robin Thicke and Gerard Butler and Miley Cyrus and Fred Durst. Uh, Frank from the Heidi Frosty and Frank show across the street at KLOS. He lost his home. I mean, it is a fire is indiscriminate when it comes to whose house it's going to take. And we got our fingers crossed for our good friend Eddie Ift, comedian Eddie Ift, who is on the phone right now, who's one of the many, many, many people who has been evacuated from Malibu. Eddie, what was your weekend like, my friend?
7: Uh, It's been pretty crazy. I've been able to stand up on on one ridge and watch the fire come down another ridge towards my neighborhood. So um, until, uh, like you said, those firemen are... They're rock stars. These guys are... It was. I, I felt like I was in a in a war movie, and we were watching the enemy come close, and then and then the fighter pilots came in and took them out. Wow. It was incredible watching the helicopters and the planes come in with that. Um, it's called flash check. They dropped that that reddish pink stuff mm-hmm. on the uh, on it, and and just the water dumps, and and we have such a great vantage point, being where we are up there, that. Uh, we get to see them go back to the ocean and pick up water and they're going to Pepperdine to these ponds and picking up water and coming back and dropping it. And, and it, I mean, we were cheering on the hill like it was sure. it was it was pretty, pretty amazing.
6: How much so, advance notice did you and other residents of Malibu get that there was a mandatory evacuation?
7: Um, I will say this, uh, even in those days with the Internet, and TV and everything that it there's not there's not a real, well organized. Um, you know, when you remember when you were a kid and you saw that, like this is a test of the emergency broadcast right. service. Well, now everybody's on so many different, mediums, and there's there's no real way um, to 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 know which is which is the right information because it seems like information's coming from a million different places, and I, one thing I've noticed is none of it's right. And oh wow, so. You know, you just keep hearing rumors from friends. I heard this, and we just got a text. Last night we got a text. There was a mandatory evacuation, which everybody thought that meant another fire was coming from, like, another direction. And it was just the evacuation that had been going on all along. But we, I went to see the Newberry Fire and the uh, the Woolsey Fire the night before when i had heard about them and i just wanted to gauge where they were and how far away they were and i thought we had nothing to worry about because they were about 15 miles away from our house and it just seemed like a really far away and so i went and saw them i came home i told my wife everything was okay and then at five in the morning she woke me up going it jumped the 101 it jumped yeah. the 101 then it, it yeah. then wind happened
1: yeah uh, it it yeah, went yeah. so fast, and people in Oak Park had said, "Oh, we don't see anything. We don't see any smoke." And they were getting mandatory evacuations. And so many people were like, "Oh, it's nothing." It'll. And then within hours, it was overtaking all of Oak Park. It's insane how fast it moved. Well, I, I
6: think and- people in in all situations, Eddie, tell me if you think I'm right about this. I don't care what it is, any kind of disaster, whether it's a fire or it's a it's a mass shooting or whatever it is, it always happens to somebody else. It's hard to wrap yeah. your head around. Now I'm the guy who might lose his house or might whatever fill in the blank is happening. Yeah,
7: well, I mean, I've I've been so lucky that it hasn't hit my direct neighborhood yet or or my house because uh, I do have many many friends that have have had damage or lost. I have friends that have lo- good friends that have lost their homes and it's mm-hmm. it's it's heartbreaking. And but it, the the scary thing is one of the things like Malibu, if anyone knows up there, it is the the, there's like one way out the PCH
1: yeah.
7: and that thing backed up, you know, I had, I sent my wife out so that I could go back and help a friend that was on crutches. And I said, you go down this Canyon and then go out and she, luckily I got her out of Canyon that got her towards the end of it. But I had friends, I was talking to Brad Garrett who was stuck in uh, like three hours of traffic trying to get out of there. And, you know, a lot of the people that were stuck on Zuma beach, the stories I've heard from there are are terrifying that they evacuated down to the beach thinking that was a safe haven and then to see the fire crawl down the mountain towards them and you know fire doesn't just you know leap at you but it you know throws sparks and throws embers and catches things on fire around you and so the people that were on Zuma, that sounded terrifying. Um, yeah, it was, and
6: yeah. I, you probably saw Martin uh, Martin Sheen, who you know just yeah. ran out of the house with nothing. Basically, he's like, "Look, I didn't even have time to get my passport." You know, which is the one thing I wanted to make sure to get. But I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's so unpredictable, and the winds are and, so high right now, and it can pick up an ember and move it ten miles in a in a matter of moments.
7: And and the way the wind shoots down the canyons, those Santa Ana winds. Um, I watched. I watched it come through Malibu Creek State Park, like I should have done a time lapse on it um but it came through that canyon so fast down the Malibu Creek that it was it was just it was it was like out of a movie <laughs> yeah. and and that was the one I thought, oh, this one's coming right towards towards my house and uh are you w- optimistic
6: watch... right now this morning? I mean right now, do you um, feel like there's a good chance you'll be spared?
7: I saw the the fireman laid down a pretty good line of um of this check stuff and it was, it was stopping it. And they were, anytime there was a spot fire, they'd come by and put it out, but then it would start up again. What scares me is um, all it takes is one little spark yeah. for the Santa Ana wind to start one of these forest fires. And there's thousands of these little fires going everywhere and the winds are picking up again. So I think we have two days of, of uh really scary winds. Um, but, you know, I know, honestly, I know just as much as everyone else does that's watching the news. And so I'm not I'm not a great source of information other than what I see myself. And and we get to talk to firemen a lot. They come up to spot from from where we're looking at and um, and the firemen will tell us some stuff every once in a while. And, okay, uh, well, you know, let it's, me, it's, uh, it's scary, though. Let
6: me point people again, and we've been putting this up on all the Kevin Amin and K Rock social media. There are lots of ways to help. Uh, of course, you can donate to the Red Cross, and money is always appreciated. I know the tendency is is to you know is to donate things to shelters and everything, but a lot of the places that accept that, am I right about this, Allie, are all filled up.
1: You know, yeah, with generosity
6: and, already, and
1: a lot of people are bringing things to fire stations, and they've tried to make it abundantly clear you're making more work for us mm-hmm. now. Please do not do that. If anything, give to support LAFD.org. They're the ones that are taking money for hydration kits. Basically, everything that their budget has kind of put the nicks on, mm-hmm. they are trying to get back for the firefighters out there. So that's support LAFD.org. And people are being so kind and so nice and they just want to help. Sure. But sometimes you're creating more yeah. of an issue.
6: And you can text a 90999, you can text CA Wildfires, CA Wildfires to 90999, that's the American Red Cross, if you want to just go that way, and that takes about five seconds to do, and of course the American Red Cross has lots of ways they can spend that money. Eddie, will you keep in touch with Dave, our producer, and let us know how you and your family are doing, we'd like to you know, keep I, I our fingers crossed. I definitely
7: will, I'm, I'm going up to, and sometimes there's no phone service, uh, and uh, you know, Power goes out, water goes out. So it's, I, I never know, but I'll definitely tell Dave. And uh, thank you guys. Thanks for uh, for looking out for us. And um, hopefully, you know, we no more no more property and homes burning. And everybody stay safe.
6: Yep, fingers crossed. Eddie F, thanks for jumping. I will
2: talk to you soon, my friend. All right, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
5: <laughs> hey, um, Muggs is uh, here. That's okay.
6: He's, he's okay. part of Boys to Menorah. Come on.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, excuse me, Friday on the Kevin and Bean show, show, uh, we had DJ Omar Khan and Beer Mug come in and they told us that they were going to be working together as the bro mitzvahs. Uh, and then boys to minority. It's thing Mitzvah out of it. Brothers.
3: Get it right. Whatever it is, whatever your name
6: is, it, you guys are going to be working like together 10 times. at a bat mitzvah this weekend. And I have to tell you, I am very surprised to see you guys come in smiling this morning and tell us it went well. Very surprised. I, What's wrong with you, yeah. B? Because on Friday I, I felt like you guys had you guys. Thank I you thought family. you guys had no idea what you were doing and you were totally winging it. And now you're, you're talking about how it was
3: one of the most fun afternoons you ever spent. Oh yeah, it was. It was awesome. No, I'm a I'm an event professional, so I wasn't worried about the. Event. I, the only thing I was kind of worried about, and I, I was worried about Muggs being the host and kind of like doing, you know, the MC work. And he came through; like he was a true hero. I mean, he he hosted easy the easy with out of that part. Wow. Thank you, yeah. Omar. Easy yeah. with the word Thank hero. you, yeah. Omar. Well, let's let's talk. To, we have we have the parents of uh, Lily. Okay. Uh, Dan and Jewel is, are there on the phone? Hey guys. Good morning. Good, Good to morning, party people. Hey, hey guys. Dan and Jewel. Good morning. Uh, let me let me interrupt
6: uh, Muggs and ask first, whose idea was this to hire these boys for the bat mitzvah? Was it your daughter, Lily, or was it you guys? Who's the Who's the Kevin and Bean fan in the family?
8: Well, this is
2: Dan. I've been listening to K-Rock for, uh, for many, many, many years. And last year, uh, Kevin was talking about how uh, DJ Omar Khan did a great job at uh, uh, parties and whatnot. And yeah. he uh,
8: recommended that people give him a call or go, go online. And I got online with him uh, on the uh, email, and uh, that's it.
6: Yeah, that makes party. a lot of sense. But once you make the mistake of then including <laughs> beer mug in your celebration, like I want to know who to blame for that.
8: That was uh, DJ Omar Khan's
3: idea. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, just because I, you know, I've I, it was it was a bigger party. I think there was maybe like 200 people there. Wow. And uh, I've never felt comfortable doing a mitzvah because I, I'm not of the Jewish faith. Mm-hmm. So uh, beer mug is, and I felt mm-hmm. like yeah. if he would emcee the event, you know, I could get I could get by doing doing this, you know, as a legitimate business, and I would not feel uncomfortable doing the, these okay. parties. Right. right.
6: Let, let me ask uh, Jewel, since the mom's on the phone, how does Lily have so many friends at 13 years old? I, I haven't had that many friends my entire life.
1: I don't know. <laughs> they <go> to, <laughs> Our kids go to a Jewish day school, and so she's in seventh grade. And what the, what the rule is is that you have to invite the entire grade.
6: Oh, okay. oh, I see.
1: Okay. So it's a small school, so there's only 55 kids in her class in her grade, in the whole seventh grade. But you, if you invite at least half the class, you have to invite the entire grade.
6: Gotcha. Okay. All right. So tell us about the uh, the uh, the ceremony, uh, or excuse me, the reception. I guess I should say, uh, Omar. What what were your favorite parts?
3: Uh, Everything. I mean, the, the the place where we held it was tip top. Uh, Dan and Jewel—they got up lighting for the place. They they got you know uh, party lighting. Everything was just. The kids were super nice. Uh, we did a lot of games. Uh, Beer mug, like I said, hosted the crap out of it. Did the intros. There was one minor flub, and we're gonna hear this um, okay. where where um, he was uh, kind of uh, introing Jewel here.
0: Give it up one more time for Mother Julie. Aka a. Jewel. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, yeah, what happened?
0: There was, I, there was <laughs> a, I, uh Omar came so prepared. He gave me the rundown sheet, everything that we were doing, and I was mm-hmm. going over uh, Lily's parents' names, Dan, and what I thought was Julie. So I was like, "Oh, that, that's perfect, All right?" And I for, didn't bother to ask Omar. Okay, these are their parents. Or, Lily's parents' name is Dan and, and Julie, right? Didn't ask him that. So I just went right into it, ready to go, and that's that what happened. Nice recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: totally. It and uh, yeah, yeah, we had you know uh, Dan and Joel provided gift cards, and we did a couple of games, you know, with the kids. And uh, here's a clip of uh, Beer Mug doing uh, some of uh, his limbo
8: action.
0: Oh! nice try! Watch your head! Watch your head! Oh, oh, you're out! You hit the bar! You can't! You
5: can't touch the bar! Oh! At some point, did you guys? <laughs> Dan and Joel, at some point, did you guys go over to Beer Mug and say, stop yelling?
8: (laughs) What are you doing? They did a fantastic job. We were so happy with what they did. It was just great, great, great. You don't have to say
5: that. You know that, right, Dan? (laughs) Yeah.
3: And uh, the the kids, all all of them were, you know, just having a blast. Super cool. And uh, here's a little clip where uh, Lily was actually uh, on the dance floor. Uh, Check this out.
1: Do the stanky leg. Stank. Do the stanky leg. Stank, stank.
0: You know do, to do the, the stanky, stanky leg. Stank. Do the stanky leg. Stank. There it is. Do the stanky leg. Stank. Doing the stanky leg right there. Really I mean, well. they do that at all mitzvahs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, 13 uh, about the right age to do the stanky leg. <laughs> and
3: sure. uh, I don't know if this was appropriate, though.
0: Let's see those cha chas? Oh, no Come on. Come on. A, uh, young women. That was the dance I was referring, that referring is not to. not it. it. it's, it's just it. not cool.
3: And uh, the one thing M- Mugs maybe needs to approve on is uh, maybe his uh, uh, hype skills aren't the best. All you
0: discoers out there. <laughs> <laughs> All you
3: discoers. All you disc-o-ers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's one more. Oh,
0: it's time to jump around. That's it. Ah, that's it? Ah, I <laughs> kept it short and simple. Yeah, but yeah, but can, I, can I tell you guys something? You know, I, it, this was my first uh, time hosting any sort of major event like this mm-hmm. so, uh, as, as far as a bat mitzvah. And I've done like, you know... K rock events. I've brought up bands on stages. I've hosted red carpets. I was really nervous before this. Which is uh, of course, I was really nervous. I didn't want to screw up Dan and Julie's daughters' bot. What Mensa. about Jules? Yeah, what I, about Ju- I, ca- I keep saying Julie, don't I? <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, Jules, is it okay if we just call you Julie? <laughs> I think it would make it easier. Um.
4: I've been called worse. Anyway. Uh,
3: okay. well, thanks again so, for having us out there. We really appreciate it. And hey, K-Rock listeners, Kevin and Bean fans, if you guys want to hire the Mitzvah Brothers, go to com.
6: It did sound like a fun, fun day. Was Lily happy at the end of it all?
1: She was overwhelmed. I mean, she just had the best weekend, and the party just was the icing on top of the cake.
5: And can I ask you a personal question? Are you now completely broke?
2: Yeah (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show K-Rock
6: Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network and DirecTV's Red Zone joins us for his weekly visit just after 8 o'clock coming up here on K-Rock and then we'll give away the first pair of tickets for the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas to see night number one December 8th at the Forum so that's a great half hour ahead
1: Ali's here with what's happening now Guys, I'd like to give something away Creed 2 Not giving away the movie, but it's in theaters November 21st. But this is uh, this is quite the prize package that you are qualifying for. First of all, five of you are going to get um, a pair of Fandango passes to see Creed in theaters. But you are also going to qualify for the Creed Two rematch in Philadelphia prize pack. That is round trip airfare to Philadelphia, three night hotel stay, and event transportation, and the ultimate Creed Two experience. You're going to visit filming locations, participate in exclusive cheesesteak making. And (laughs) more. You're
5: going to have to box.
1: (laughs) You're going to have to box. (laughs) You're going to have to run up those steps and then do the, woo. Oh, that's rocky. But still, same.
2: Philadelphia,
1: hello. Hello, Philadelphia. If you are callers 10 through 14 right now, you are going to get the pair of Fandango passes to see Creed II in theaters and then qualify for that amazing prize pack as well. 1-800-520-1067. Good luck, callers 10 through 14.
5: I have a clip Of Creed, if you'd like to hear it. I'd like to. Yeah. Sounds good. You're stupid. Call now. Call now.
1: All right. Thank you so much. So, remember that perfect tearjerker ending of Toy Story 3? Andy goes off to college, says a fond farewell, bids adieu, Mm -hmm. to his toys, bringing the trilogy to its natural conclusion. Well... According to this article, suck those tears back in your eye sockets because Pixar has another Toy Story movie coming out June 21st, 2019, and a teaser trailer for the fourth installment features all of our old favorites. You've got Woody, Buzz Buzz Lightyear, Jessie, but it also introduces a new toy who insists he's not a toy at all. That new toy is called Forky.
5: I'm sorry?
1: Sporky is a spork. He's facing an identity (laughs) crisis. No taste for adventure. Here's the thing. Director Josh Cooley said this in a statement. The world of Toy Story is built upon the idea that everything in the world has a purpose. A toy's purpose is to be there for its child. But what about toys that are made out of other objects? Forky is a toy that Bonnie made out of a disposable spork. So he's facing his own crisis. He wants to fulfill his purpose as a spork, but now a new toy purpose has been thrust upon him. In case I didn't love Forky enough, (laughs) it is voiced by Tony Hale. Good. Everybody, he's the best. Toy uh, Story three, I can't do not be, do not why poop does, on this what is, in any way, shape, or form. We're talking about Forky.
6: Why does Hollywood just keep recycling the same ideas over and over and over again? Oh, here's really? another, here's another spork that wants to fulfill his destiny <laughs> as a spork, but right? also is beloved by a child then as they a they toy. That seen old it.
1: trope. Seriously, <laughs> how
6: many times? You My guys. whole life, I've been seeing that story. <laughs>
4: Forky.
1: Forky! I'm so excited.
5: so happy about Forky. I'm so
1: excited for Forky. The world needs a little Forky right now, right?
8: Sure. I'm with you. I love it.
1: Mm. Tony Hale. Right? I mean, come on. He's the best. Nothing is uh, better.
6: Of course, I've never seen a Toy Story movie. So that's uh, Tom Hanks and yeah, Tim Tom Allen, Yeah, Tom Hanks right? is Woody.
1: Uh, Tim mm-hmm. Allen is Buzz Lightyear. And Joan Cusack is uh, Jesse. Nice. I can't wait, you guys. I really well, can't. Isn't wait. it next summer? Well, yeah, it's it is. June 21st, 2019. Okay. No big deal. It's a great a great time to be had by all. It's, Putting it's it worth on it my calendar. Corky, right? Can't You guys, today marks the official start of holiday streaming season. This according to Netflix.
5: What does that mean? I
1: don't know. But to celebrate, the service is launching several holiday titles, and then they're going to continue this into the next weeks, including the holiday calendar, which is available now, the great British baking show, Holidays. That's available November 30th. And Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, A Midwinter's Tale, available on December 13th. Which, I mean, that's all well and good, but Hallmark's been been at it for a few weeks, y'all. That's all I'm saying. You guys, I told you about the app, right? Yes, you did. Yeah. In mm-hmm. case okay, so you're just joining us? Several times. Hallmark has an app, mm-hmm. and uh, they can send you alerts to when the new movies are, and you can cross off when you have watched the new movies. So far, do you want me to keep you up to date on the app?
7: Up
5: uh, for you? Yeah, I ha- would like to see hear the movies that you've seen. Okay, cause you watch terrible movies. Oh, I
1: absolutely do. <laughs> um, okay, it's pulling up the app. I have watched four of twenty-two, okay. which is not bad because so far only five have aired. So, here's the ones I've watched: Christmas at Pemberley Manor, Christmas Joy, Road to Christmas, and then last night I watched Saturday's movie. It's Christmas. Eve, see, it's not Christmas Eve. Her name is Eve, you guys. That was Leanne Rhimes in that one. Wow, real good. Oh, now, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. God, I love those it's movies. But like the so woman much. for you, it really is. It really is. Some dudes love those movies too. Hey, good news for Taco Bell fanatics. You can now host a party at the fast food restaurant. All right. The chain announced Party by Taco Bell. It allows people to book a party at participating Taco Bell locations through December 22nd. On their website, Taco Bell says they'd like to give people the opportunity to celebrate life's biggest milestones or just because occasions. So some participating cities include Cleveland, New York, Dallas, and Newport Beach. If you book a party at Taco Bell, you're going to get a Taco Bell party decor kit, which includes a table runner, plates, and fun photo props for social media. (laughs) You can book that party at TacoBellParty.com.
5: Here's the thing. I love Taco Bell.
1: Yes, you do. I go there a lot. More than most.
5: But if you're throwing a party Mm -hmm. and somebody says, where is it? You go,
1: (coughs) Taco Bell. Yeah. It's not exactly...
5: The location that everybody wants to go to for a party. But
1: then you show up and they're like, whoa, you have a table runner and plates? I'd be happy. And fun photo props for social media? (laughs) This is a party.
8: How's Taco Bell going to make
5: money off of that? Right? Well,
1: I mean, they're selling it is what they're doing. So I believe that's... You saw
6: that lady in the news last week who uh, wanted to have her birthday party at Taco Bell. She was 106. No, And that was her her dream to have her party at Taco Bell. And she did. And it looked like a good
1: time for all. There you have it, right
6: there. I mean, sadly, it was the last meal she ever had, but still.
1: Whew. I mean, with the... Uh, uh, right. Some birthdays for you. Meg Mullally, Ryan Gosling, and a Hathaway. Ryan is not, and that's what's happening. This
2: is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Let's welcome Andrew back to the program
6: like we do on Monday mornings. Hey, Andrew. Good morning, guys. I want to start with uh, this question for you, sir, after week 10. Um... You could argue about who the best team is in football right now. I'm sure there are people who would say the Saints, or people who would say the Rams. Obviously, the Chiefs are very, very good. Who's the worst team in the NFL this season? Is it the Raiders?
8: Ladies and gentlemen, your Oakland Raiders.
6: <laughs> it is the Raiders, huh?
8: <laughs> I mean, I guess the Bills, some people would say, but the Bills have won three games. The yeah. Cardinals have won two games. Now, granted, both games that the Cardinals have won have come at the expense of the 49ers. The Forty ers have just a bunch of injuries, um, but they yeah. have their quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. I guess you would say the Car- The Raiders do as well in Derek Carr. But the way John Gruden has traded away assets, m- assets mismanaged the team, signed a bunch of old guys he probably didn't need if he was going to trade away his good players. Uh, I mean, they are they are a
6: disaster. Yeah, a disaster. It is not what the uh, what the Raider Nation hoped for when John Gruden returned. That's for sure.
8: No, but uh, they have a whole bunch of draft picks to mess up the next two years. All right. <laughs> Las Vegas at this point is
6: like, can we re-vote about having this team come to town? What was your uh, What was your big uh, t- surprise yesterday? Would it have been the uh, how poorly the Patriots played.
8: Um, let's see. I I, I think. I think my surprise yesterday is how resounding some of these victories were. Like, it's not surprising the Saints went into Cincinnati and beat the Bengals. The fact that they scored 50. yeah, It's Mm -hmm. not surprising the Titans beat the Patriots. I think it is surprising they stomped them, like you said. I don't think it's surprising that the Bills, and how about Matt Barkley, who signed 11 days ago, beat the Jets. I think it is surprising they scored 41 points in doing it and probably sealed Todd Bowles' fate, although it's not going to be today. I think those were some of the surprises, or as Dave was just telling me over the phone, the fact that his Falcons beat the Browns, or rather lost to the Browns, and did so. You don't have to Um, listen to Dave. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, it was their most complete win of the year.
6: You have a, uh, yeah, as a Browns fan, you actually have some things to be happy about this
8: season. Uh, a few. Yeah, they might they might mess it up and win enough games and and, and keep Greg Williams as head coach.
6: <laughs> um, question about the uh, Rams Seahawks game, which just like the yeah. first time they met earlier in the season, was a very very close game that came down to the last thirty seconds. It could gone either way, and I'm still mad at Russell for how high he threw that pass. But what w- was that Floyd Mayweather on the sidelines? that They were handing yeah. footballs too. Uh, please explain. So-
8: I took a lot of grief for this on on the Twitter. I I firmly believe that any player who hands Floyd Mayweather a football after scoring a touchdown should be fined. (laughs) Or there should be a 15-yard flag. I mean, if if players are going to get fined for uh, throwing the ball into the stands or using, uh, like, whipping out a cell phone like Mike Thomas did in the Rams game last week, the Saints wide receiver, if you're going to get, find and flag for those things or Tyreek Hill who jumped into the stands yesterday and commandeered a CBS camera. That was awesome. At, which I'm sure was a union violation as well. <laughs> you know, then 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 he then players should be fined as well for giving the ball to a guy like Floyd Mayweather.
7: All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm down d- with I that.
6: Yeah, I don't understand why. I mean, there is a little kid there. Right? Why? Why is he even there? I just I don't get get anything about him being there. Why is he welcome
8: well, anywhere? I guess is the question. Amen. Floyd likes sports. He likes to go to games. I mean, Floyd likes Floyd. I'm sure my Twitter's going to blow up now too because <laughs> I'm I'm daring to speak ill about Floyd Mayweather. Just Google.
6: And now he's getting <laughs> ready to fight honestly, some guys, sort of Japanese kickboxer or something next. I mean, it's no, just, but he's, he
8: pulled out of that. I think he claimed. Oh, that, did he? That, okay. That they they claimed he was doing it before he he agreed to. To do it. I have no idea. But the thing about that game, and without trying to be too dramatic here, is the fact that the majority of the Rams and their sports staff had not slept in three days. And, and, and their building in Thousand Oaks um, and, and many of their homes in Thousand Oaks, they had to be evacuated. You had players uh, sleeping in multiple hotels. You had team staff and front office people sleeping in hotels all the way. And I'm not kidding, from downtown to Santa Barbara. Wow. Um, wow. As, as they were no different than anyone else who lived in Thousand Oaks and Agora or West Hills or Oak Park or Malibu. And uh, there's a reason that Sean McVay after the game yesterday handed game balls to four members of their support staff um, who were moving people around and changing practices and finding hotel rooms. And one of, one of the members of the support staff, one of them rather, is already in Colorado Springs as the advanced team because they're flying there today to practice at altitude Has as has been scheduled now for months because they're gonna play in Mexico City a mile and a half high on on Monday night a week from tonight so they had planned to go to Colorado all week they're still oh going to go to Colorado this afternoon and honestly for a lot of them for a lot of people there it, it, it's okay because they still can't go back to their neighborhood yeah
5: and they did not seem distracted though that game yeah they did no, not seem no. distracted which is amazing
8: it, it, it's amazing and we can come back on all the cliches about Sports being a, a break from reality and a safe haven and all those things—I I don't know if those apply. All I know is that they were the better team and they still found a way to do it yesterday. And uh, and, and now they they turn back uh, to their normal lives and, and try to make everything work.
6: And I want to give a shout out, but I don't recall which player it was, Andrew. Maybe you do. Who was donating his game salary yesterday to Thousand Oaks victims of the uh, you know and families of the uh, of the mass shooting?
8: It was Andrew Whitworth, the left tackle, and mm-hmm. uh, his game check. And a lot of his eight-figure salary is bonuses, but his actual weekly game check after taxes, I think, is roughly about sixty grand. Right. And he and his wife donated the entire thing to victims, uh, and the families of victims, rather, the borderline uh, shooting this past week. And uh, Andrew Whitworth has been a rock. Um, as a veteran leader on that team, he's the one who addressed the team Friday. He was with um he was with the saints during Katrina as well. Um, or rather he's from, he's from Cincinnati. He, I'm sorry. He played in Cincinnati, but, but, uh, his family, he's from Louisiana. Anyway, he, he's the adult in the room there and, and he yeah, really helped impressive. bring people together. And then there's the whole Halle Berry thing. If you want the levity yesterday too.
6: Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. What happened with Halle Berry?
8: Okay. So, so, you know, uh, uh Jared Goff has a lot of uh, interesting calls of the line, audibles, like Obama, yes. Obama. Right, right, right you know, yes. Satan at Omaha. <laughs> um, well, yesterday he called out, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. <laughs> and it was clearly audible over the TV mics. <laughs> and did she come into the and game? And I, I wish but that made her appear. <laughs> but, but yes, she now appears in the secondary. So, <laughs> uh, she heard it, and she tweeted a video of the play at Jared Goff and said, hey, what is this? And he wrote back, my favorite play ever. (laughs) I love
1: it. (laughs) That's fantastic.
8: That went viral. And you should see the look on his face, on Goff's face, when told in his post-game press conference that she not only heard it, but tweeted like New
6: new I romance mean, alert. Right, I love it.
8: That's, a, that's I fantastic. Mean, I think she's twice his age, but good for you. <laughs> good, good for you.
6: Thank you for sharing that with us. Andrew is the host of NFL's Up to the Minute on the NFL Network. Uh, I think I mentioned that. And DirecTV's Red Zone channel every Sunday as well on Twitter at Andrew Siciliato. Thank you for everything, Andrew. We'll talk to you again next week. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you, guys. You bet.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
6: Very exciting time of year, you guys. You might even say it's the most wonderful time of the year because the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas shows are right around the corner, Saturday and Sunday, December 8th and 9th at the Forum, on sale now through Ticketmaster. We're going to give away a pair of tickets right now, night one, a great lineup, headlined by the Smashing Pumpkins, and we're going to do it with a game that we call Title Fight. Presenting Kevin and Bean's Title Fight. Two people enter the ring. Only one leaves with the tickets. Let's get ready to go to a concert! 50 and O, Allie McKay is here as one contestant. <laughs> and then there's Dave, the worst player in the history of the game. Let's meet, let's meet our first contestant, shall we, Kevin? And we'll explain the game to Manuel Montebello, line one. Hey, Manuel. Good morning, party people. Good How are you doing? We are good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. All right. It says here you're a fire sprinkler designer. How have your fire sprinklers been working over this last couple of weeks?
7: Uh, it's, uh well i'll tell you sure they have uh two houses in malibu that, that oh. are um, currently uh under construction and have fire sprinklers in it but uh i don't think the houses are going to make it unfortunately.
6: oh uh, man i'm so sorry to yeah. hear that well i hope there's a no, way to bring news. it up
3: Bean. <laughs> <laughs> i hope there's some good news for you here
6: good with title Fight. have you heard the game before you know you know how it's played yes sir all right okay, okay. Who, who who are you going to pick as your partner i'm going to pick, Ali. Yes, that's yeah. the right that's answer. That's very smart. Ali, you want to explain for people <laughs> listening who don't know what you're about to do with Manuel?
1: Yeah, I have uh, song titles of uh, Smashing Pumpkin songs. I cannot say any of the words in the title. I just have to describe them without using those words. And whoever gets the most in that allotted time they win.
5: Right. That's but right. it
1: could go to a tiebreaker, and then we all fight about what that is. And, I, <laughs> and
5: I, don't think, I, I don't think we bring this up enough, but Ali and Dave have not looked at... The, no, they don't no. know which no, songs no. they no. have, so it's a surprise to them when the clock starts. Yeah, he's about to, he, she's going to turn the page as your 45
6: seconds starts, and she's going to try to get you to say as many Pumpkins titles as you can. And if there's one that's just not connecting, you, like, have no clue what she's going for, you can pass and come back to it at the end if you have time. All right, Manuel, you ready to play? Yep.
5: Good luck. Let's do it. And go.
1: Okay, this is uh, this evening. Not tomorrow, tomorrow, tonight, but... Tonight, tonight. Yes, uh, this number is... Less than one.
3: No, less oh, th- zero.
1: Yes. Uh, when you try and take someone's gun away from them, you are trying to what them? Disarm. Yes. Uh, this is something that you would put over like your uh, mouth and your nose or a dog. Muzzle. That's- yes. Uh, this comes out of a gun and then a moth uh, turns into this.
0: Bullet yes. Butterfly wings, the yes. Bullet. Look at that. Wow. wow. That wow. is how it is done.
1: Wow. Congratulations, you
5: won. That's what winners (laughs) sound like.
1: Why did I say tomorrow, tomorrow? But that good for you, I'm getting tonight,
6: tonight. All right. So that was Manuel and Ali. How are you feeling now, Dave? I'm not hearing as much boasting as usual
0: from you so far. Listen, I got to redeem myself from the last appearance, man. You sure do. Yeah. So I think
5: I'm going to do good today. All right. Let's go to Richard in Ontario. Hi, Richard. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. You got Dave. I'm sorry. Richard, we're going to do this. I mean, if you want to just right. if you want to just hang up because it's it's gonna happen. You <laughs> no, might, no shame. <laughs> I'm giving you that option. Now, Richard, we're gonna All do right. this. All right. Are you ready? Yep. And go.
0: All right. It's uh, it's a club at Disneyland. Um,
6: you know, it's it's a little bit more than 22.
0: Come on, Richard. It's it's not one two, but. Really? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, double that up. Oh, thirty. 30 yeah, degrees. there you go. Yes. Not tomorrow, but uh, today. All right, all right. If you like a person, what do you do? I mean, what, what is it? What what, do you, what is it called?
5: Keep it clean, it, man.
0: Yeah. If you like someone, what do you from Ava afar? Ador? Yeah. All right.
6: Um This is the opposite of the worst. Like my 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 sca- <laughs> my uh, my record is like if you never lost. Uh. Land flight. Land flight. No, well, perfect. I mean...
1: Oh. Uh, that was crusade. a lot better than I thought it would go, Dave. Yeah. yeah,
6: those are tough clues, too. I have to be honest. thought you were, were good. Ava door, <laughs> Ava door. That <laughs> was a on. tough one. <laughs> and know, he was good, for, though. You're going for so. perfect the last. Yeah, it's yeah. not. No shame on you, Richard. You were an outstanding contestant, but I'm sorry, not this yeah, time. around, we'll be gi- we'll be giving away <laughs> tickets <rigged>. between now <laughs> and the concert. So thank you for playing. Let's go back to Manuel real quick. Manuel, congratulations. Woo-hoo. You and Allie are going
1: to Acoustic Christmas Day One. How about that?
3: that
1: is oh, awesome. poor I'm Manuel. Happy to take Allie. You
3: don't
1: have to take someone lovely. You can do it. Fairmont. <laughs>
6: Well, that's That's just hurtful is what that is. (laughs) All right. Thank you for playing. This has been
2: Title Fight.
3: Thanks for playing Kevin and Bean's Title
6: Fight.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
6: Kevin, you go to a lot of games, but this is the first one that you have a chance to see part of from the vantage point of the
5: broadcast booth. That must have been very exciting for you to kind of go on the inner circle. I loved it. It was really fun. People were like, uh, how did you do? I was like, I don't know, but I had a great time. <laughs> why Why did they invite you up there? Because I'm a consummate
1: professional. Kevin, why did they invite you up there?
5: <laughs> um, they're starting a thing called um, Hockey Night in LA. Mm-hmm. And so they had Eric Stone Street last week, and mm-hmm. he sat in with them, and then I did it this week, and somebody else is going to do it next week.
1: Any chance that they also wanted to talk about your charity, which is now yes. your chance to plug right now? Thank which you. Which is what yes. we were
5: trying to get you to do. <laughs>
1: God.
5: By repeatedly asking... I'm wrong with you? A lot. A lot is wrong with me. Um, we were um, getting food outside. We had a food drive outside of Staples Center, and the LA Kings were working with us, and people mm-hmm. would bringing food for abused women and children. What's that charity called, It's Kevin? called Friends and Helpers. You could do a better and job of promoting it. I right? wasn't... I didn't... Okay. <laughs> Friendsandhelpers.org is mm-hmm. the website. If anybody would like to go there, we have a huge holiday program coming up.
6: Who was the lady who... Off-camera, obviously, held a shotgun to your head to force you, like a hostage video, (laughs) to say hello to Allie McKay.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it was Um, (laughs) Carla. What was that about? I'm not sure. Here's what I know. She came to me before. She said, we're going to have about 20 or 30 seconds, so let's come up with a plan. I said, okay. And she said, also, we have to say hi to Allie. And I was like, all right. And then... I came up to her again just before, and she's like, well, let's say hi to Allie. And I said, okay, fine, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> and then she said it again, and then all of a sudden, they, we were doing the interview, and she, she sort of forced me to say hi to you. Well, I was fighting her.
1: Okay. Were you like, listen, I work with her every day. Right. No need to say <laughs> hi on a broadcast. Oh, no, she <laughs> insisted, and this okay. is
5: how it went. I sort of, I sort of was like, hi, oh, Allie.
1: Well, there's someone special that if you don't say hi to her, I think she might come after you on Twitter. Do you want to say hello? Allie McKay, hi. (laughs) Oh, that was too quick. Allie McKay, Kevin Ryder, I swear. He said hello. Now, Jim Foxy, he's going to be coming up to you guys in the second period. Are you
5: ready for him? Oh, we're ready. We are ready. And we're going to say hi to Allie also.
8: Oh, yeah. I saw some tweets from Allie today.
1: (laughs) I wonder if this is all about you, right? Listen, listen. Annoying, right? This is like my family. My king's family. I love okay. every single one of them. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs>
6: All right. So then you go up into the booth. Yes. And you sit down, and you immediately are a broadcast professional. So you
5: mm-hmm. certainly know how to put headphones well, on. Well, I mean, <laughs> I sort of showed up at the last second. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know, it's surprising, right? And they've got
1: the headphones with the microphone attached. Oh, like Time mm-hmm. Life Judy. What? Time Life Judy, when she has the little micro Like Britney Spears okay, as yeah. well. Uh, sure. All right. Sorry.
5: <laughs> Time Life Judy is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they hand me the headphones, and they're already
5: sort of starting to talk. Uh-huh. But there's a video playing so that they can't see me yet. So I'm putting on the headphones, and I couldn't get the microphone to work, couldn't get the microphone to work. And then the uh, producer that was standing my left goes, you're putting them on backwards. <laughs> 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 so I took them back off, turned it around, put them on, and then, of course, it worked perfectly. Yeah. And, um, we were making fun of Jim Fox's hair because I don't know if you've noticed, but mm-hmm. it doesn't move.
1: yeah, it, it's, it's
5: strangely it's like a helmet.
1: yeah, he has really good hair, but had even crazier hair in his playing days.
5: Oh yeah, so then we I was making fun of his hair, and then mm-hmm. he brought up, oh, you should have seen me before. How
1: about Jim's hair though yeah. have, we, have we tested it?
8: No, no don't let me touch it. I, I don't know what's actually there. Here's Bantenberg with a shot off of Giordano to the corner. There are some pictures of you with the hair in the 80s, though, with the perm. Whoa. No, no, you got the post perm oh, photo. Okay. Not the, not the tight perm
1: gotcha. photo that when
6: I had it done.
5: I'd like to see both. <laughs>
8: oh, oh, we can dig those up. <laughs> don't
5: you worry. All right, so they dug them up, and then they put a picture up that's. Jim Fox with a it's basically a white guy afro. Yeah, it's
1: mm-hmm. good looking And it's hair.
5: spectacular. It is. And I may have loved it too much. Look
1: at this. Just look at this. Look at this masterpiece.
2: Watch it. Look at oh that. Oh my god. That <laughs> is a masterpiece. That
5: is the best picture I've ever seen. If you ever want to mop the floor with anything, <laughs> just turn me upside down. Oh. That is the best picture I've ever seen, Jim. What? How did you fit your helmet on top of it? That? That's fantastic. That's a lot. The helmet was on top of there. Yes, it wasn't awesome. on the same. Oh yeah, it was oh, on yeah, top. Like yeah. eight inches above his head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jim says okay. I'm like, all right. I'm going to move on. Uh, it was a, it was an amazing experience because you're sitting next to the play-by-play guy who's. Alex Faust is... A, any play-by-play guy, to sit there and watch them do work is amazing. Yeah. So good. And mm-hmm. then Are I'm you just, tempted to jump in and take no, over a little bit? No. Show so them no. how it's done? No, because I assumed that 99% of the people that were the, watching Fox Sports West were watching the Kings game. Mm-hmm. So I tried my best to, not to talk while Alex was talking and not to talk while Jim was talking. I right. just sort sure. of picked my spots. Mm-hmm. And it was a blast. Yeah. And then the producer said, Hey, um... In my headphones, do you want? To, if you want to stay for another segment, give me a thumbs up. And I was like, both hands, <laughs> thumbs up. You are grabbing
1: other people's thumbs.
5: <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stay here all night. And then, you know, then they kicked me out. But it was a blast. So cool. I had a good time. Yeah. That's awesome of the Kings to, uh, yes. to participate in, you know, in co-sponsoring the charity event going and on that night. Agreed. And also to have you up in the booth. And I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint people. That I, it's a weird thing to disappoint yeah. people when you don't screw up. <laughs> well, you have one job, Kevin, and, and that's, that's to the sp- be Kevin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
6: Hey, just ahead of the uh, final What's Happening Here on this uh, Monday Morning Kevin and Bean Show, Allie, let's hit again the supportlafd.org website. You were saying that the firefighters, uh, you know God bless the generosity of the people in the communities, uh, trying to help out the uh, the firefighters and the fire victims. But m- maybe some of their good intentions are misplaced,
1: yeah. they've they've been saying, listen. We love that you guys want to help so much, but please stop bringing donations to fire departments. It's overwhelming. People that are already stretched very thin. And rumors were going around that fire departments were asking for um, eye drops and all these different things, granola bars, all of that. And LAFD was like, we got it covered. We are good. Please don't bring any of that. Instead, uh, donate to... The um, what is the website again? Being it, I don't have it
5: supportlafd.org
1: Yes, those are the ones that are trying to get the hydration um, systems, the packs. I, I to mean, I totally get
6: somebody saying, "Hey, I'll bring by a pie or something," but now mm-hmm. you're dealing with a perishable food item that the fire department has to figure out something to do with.
1: Yeah, they're and saying, they're busy. Just, just don't drop off anything. It turns out point. that don't drop
6: off anything. They're busy. With. They're very busy. Yes. Absolutely. But your your heart is in the right place if you're trying to donate and help. And uh, and I know we can speak on behalf of the L.A. Fire Department when we say they very much appreciate it. So if you'd go to supportlafd.org for more information. And don't forget, you can always donate to the American Red Cross, too. You can visit redcross.org. You can call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Or... Do what uh, I did, which is just text uh, CA Wildfires, CA Wildfires to 90999 to make a small donation as well. So whatever you can do, if you're lucky enough to not be in the fire zone, help out the people that weren't so lucky this time around. All right. Allie is here now with our final look at what's happening.
1: Remember back during the summer when things were so much better, when we got word that Warner Brothers was looking to bring the TV show ALF back to the small screen and we were pumped. They said that maybe the original writers were all on board. They just needed to find a home. And then, of course, like
6: the way Ali is setting this up,
1: like
6: this heading for bad news news right here.
1: And then we had offered up the services of Kevin in case they couldn't get the original voice of Alf back. We had someone on our staff that obviously could do any sort of impersonation or impression. Mm -hmm. But his Alf is incredible. Kevin, let's give the people a taste of, of Alf. No problem. I mean. As long as it's those two words, I'm in. Well, you've got Willie, too. (laughs) Willie? No problem, Willie. See? I mean, nailing it. (laughs) So that's why it came as such a shock to me when I read that TV Line is claiming that a potential rehash of the late 80s sitcom centered around that alien that lives with his American family may have failed to attract interest from production companies. How? Dare you?
6: How <laughs> so dare wait, you? So the Alf people are willing to make it, but they can't get anybody to wanna to uh, pay for it.
1: Absolutely, they're uh. all on board, and then production companies are like, mm, pass. Thanks, Whatever. Obama. That's what I'm saying.
5: I don't think that's a political thing, you guys.
1: <sighs> Just no. Saying. If you guys don't know about Alf, it ran for four seasons from 1986 to 1990 on NBC, and it was all about um, Gordon Shumway. Friendly extraterrestrial, nicknamed Alf, alien life form, crash lands in the garage of the Tanner family. This is awful. It really it it's awful that people aren't aren't just. There's not a bidding war for Alf. How could there not be (laughs) a bidding war? One person. I
6: don't don't understand show business anymore. I I really don't. My disappointment is immeasurable.
1: Same. And my
6: day is ruined.
1: A day. I right. mean, life. what a way to start the week, let alone life.
6: <laughs> I mean, they can bring back freaking Murphy Brown. No room for Alf. Come Right, on
1: now. right. Roseanne. Stupid Alf. Roseanne. Right. All the other ones. <laughs> that are back. And,
6: and Kevin, you know, not to reveal too much personal business here, he's kind of already spent some of that money. I mean, he was he was kind of <laughs> counting on it. I did buy a car already. Did you? Uh, With to that take it back.
1: Sweet, sweet Alf money. Yep. Let's hear it one more time, just in case someone's I mean, listening and they're like, I don't know, I'm on the fence. Someone with the production company needs to hear you again.
5: No
4: problem.
5: I mean, that's all I got, but...
1: No, you still Willie.
5: Willie? Willie?
1: No problem, Willie. I mean, it's... I mean, it's it- like I'm looking at you, but all I hear is Alf. Like it's it's phenomenal the way that you just channel right, him. Take
5: it easy. <laughs> well, Kevin is the man of two voices. Really <laughs> is. What was the other one? The Queen. The Queen. The Queen. Yeah.
1: What if the Queen met Alf? Nope. Up. Let's hear it <laughs> with Jigsaw. Let's hear it. <laughs> with- yes, Jigsaw. with Jigsaw. The That's Queen right. meets up with Alf and Jigsaw, and they solve crimes. Hit it, Steve. Do you
8: want to play
5: a game?
1: No, I'm a royal harness. No problem,
2: (laughs) Willie. But what if Vin Diesel shows up? Come
1: on now. Wow. I mean. It, you took me to a place I wasn't <laughs> expecting to go, Kevin. That was that was well done.
5: Call now. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> you no. Know what um, that's about.
1: So Aerosmith's Joe Perry, a really scary night on Saturday at Madison Square Garden. He collapsed backstage and was rushed to a hospital after a performance with Billy Joel. He had just finished performing Walk This Way when he began gasping for air in his dressing room and he was carted away on a stretcher, but they worked on him for about 40 minutes backstage and they even gave him a tracheal tube down his throat to help him breathe. Wow,
4: that's scary. So,
1: yeah, really scary. His rep says that he is in stable condition and he's alert and responsive. He's expected to return to the road later this month. Very scary situation, right?
5: Yep.
6: We're going to lose all of our classic rock rock stars, by the way, in the next few years. Makes me sad.
1: Why the next few? Why are you putting a a cap on it? Well, no, I'm just saying,
6: yeah, they're all getting, I'm saying they're getting old. I'm saying the legends, the Mick Jaggers and the Paul McCartneys and the Robert Plants and the Eric Clapton's and that generation is Hmm. dying out. You know, people are running into problems like this. But he you know, likes to focus on death. Really? Well, does. I do I do get pre sad a lot as you know.
1: <laughs> I understand. I'm I
6: glad he's okay.
1: Yes, absolutely. And there's a new baby in the world this time belonging to Kate Upton and Justin Verlander. They welcomed their first child together on Wednesday. They announced their little girl's arrival on Instagram. With a picture of a close-up of the baby's little face with the caption Genevieve Upton Verlander 11718. So
6: and that little baby mm-hmm. could grow up to
5: be Adolf Hitler.
1: I don't think we're saying that at all. Um, sir. That was very strange. Very strange of you. It Ian. would
5: be weird though, right?
1: It would be okay. if um little Genevieve wound up as Hitler. Mm-hmm. Such a weird, weird thing to ever say. It would be strange. Very bizarre. So Lady Gaga was honored Thursday night at the SAG-AFTRA Foundation's third annual Patron of the Arts Awards. And she gave a very moving speech about mental health awareness and called for real change in the treatment and the stigma surrounding the disease. Lady
4: Gaga! Lady Gaga! Lady Gaga!
1: feel like that's three too many right there. She urged the SAG-AFTRA Foundation to expand their programs for mental health care and later offered to put her money where her mouth is and shell out a donation to partner with them. She also shared a lot of personal details of her own mental health crisis. And she said that when she had first started out her career in Hollywood, she didn't really have anyone to talk to about anything and through treatment she found that she suffered from symptoms of disassociation and PTSD that later morphed into physical chronic pain fibromyalgia panic attacks acute responses to trauma and debilitating mental spirals that she's included insane. okay not a great soundbite right there
4: <sighs> really she's definitely a legend
1: uh, she is a legend. Let's leave it at that. Good God, you don't have to press every every button right in front of you, Bean. That would be,
5: that'd be bad. She's a butt biter. Uh,
1: again, good Lord, we're talking about someone that's actually doing good in the world. What is wrong with you? Uh oh, she's gonna be in the new, uh, the new movie, the sex movie. No. I should have looked that up. Mm-mm. The book and lots of sex. No, lady. Anywho, she did a lot of good that night, so we'll just leave it at that. She's fat. She (laughs) is not. Okay. Some birthdays for you. Megan Mullally, Anne Hathaway, and Ryan Gosling. I hate you all. It's only Monday.
2: She's an evil person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's happening. Good God. Don't worry about her. She's just an (laughs) attention seeker.
5: Thank you, Ali. And you drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning on All-New Kevin and Bean Show, Ali's dream interpreter. I got a dream for you. Um, (laughs) uh, Your neighbor's called the cops on you.
1: Uh Uh-oh. We're going to have
5: you call. We have author Brad Meltzer Uh on the program, who we love so much. It's Book Club Tuesday. And uh, more tickets for the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas as well tomorrow.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.